I'm Danny Kelly, host of the Ringer Fantasy Football Show. And from now until the draft, we are turning our feed into the Ringer NFL Draft Show to talk all things draft with me, Danny Heifetz, Ben Solak, and Craig Horlbeck. Check us out on Tuesdays and Thursdays and search the Ringer NFL Draft Show. Interesting. The only thing more annoying than that music Same. on our podcast is when we do the podcast two hours earlier, like today, and then you play the music loud in the headphones. Terrible. Jesse, welcome in. Mike, welcome to you. I've been here for hours, and you know why? Because I'm dedicated. And I also just to be clear, hate daylight savings time. <laughs> just to be clear, what have you been doing for <laughs> Oh, don't no, even no. start with me. I actually do research on topics that we're going to talk about. What was the last research? You know what? No, I'm not going to do this. There's hostility because it's early, and I don't really feel it. My laptop is not in the studio. That was my first strike, so I'm using my iPad. Laptop not here. Wife is here. Honey? She's Hannah? sitting. What is, is that? that? It's my wife, not yours. We don't all call her honey? Okay. Creep. Are you coming in here? Here's right your... now? You want to open nope. with Hannah? I mean, why not? Just whatever. It doesn't really matter. This episode's a joke anyway. Okay. I'm, I'm fine with whatever you want to do then. Yeah, we've, we've got doctors wanting to get to. Come say hey. Just come here and just say hey. You have to come to this microphone, Hannah. Step next to me. First time my, wife's will be, my wife will be speaking on air. Go ahead. Hey, y'all. Wow. That was it. She did that great. was great. Hannah, thank you for coming applause. into All the right, show. Get out. You, <laughs> could you kidding. hear the baby in there? Kidding. Just <laughs> kicking around. <laughs> oh, we'll, we'll have you back in a few. How about that? Um, great episode so far. We have a lot going on. We've got a guest joining us. Who is it again, Mike? Bill's thinking at this point, it's only March. And I signed these idiots <laughs> for a year. <laughs> Not good. Oh, Not good. we've got a lot of fun stuff for you. Kyle got- Reno Rhino from Monster Breaks is joining in 20 minutes. It is Reno, though. I don't care. I'm not going to call him that. I don't, I'm not going to call you something for 10 years and then all of a sudden change it up. Just, you don't get to do that. Sure. Um, there's a uh, hot gossip going around about alt. We get to talk about that today. Let's start with that. I actually thought this was funny. Ooh. I don't care. Let's just do it. Um, you have a clip to play? Yeah, we got a clip to play for you. For the record, by the way, these guys were scummy with the Marvel thing years ago, too. Well, that was the rumor, right? That they the whole buying crap up and then just putting it for like 10x on their site. All those PMGs were like mm-hmm. hyped because of alts. We, I don't I mean, know anything good they do in the in the hobby. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> I don't really know anybody who works there either. At some point, Lefko, friend of the show, yeah. Adam Lefko, was on their board or something. Is he not anymore? He might be. I don't know. Okay. But I have no use for that company in well, general. Everybody tells a- me how great they are. All they do was like make up values and like mess around with comps. There was also that, uh, man, I hate to say things in not know for fact, I don't uh, mind. but there were, I know, uh, but there were those allegations that the code, uh, that you had to download their app or whatever in some kind of plugin when you went to their site. Oh, that wasn't took an information. Yeah. That was, that, that was, was, that was legit. Yeah. They okay. had to release a statement. Like that's what I mean from start to finish. And I also, again, I get back to the point. What do they do for the hobby anyways? I mean, they haven't done anything personally to us, but it is just like a them. questionable action. That's fair. You want to listen to this? Yeah. This company is catching. Hang some- on, oh, yeah, on. yeah. This um, is Coach Co. Coach Co. Collectibles on TikTok. If anyone wants to follow him, he's, he's got a killer mustache. Canadian dude with a handlebar mustache. I would have him on the show. He's a bit of a purist, it seems to me. I do. Yeah. He seems like so a okay good guy. With- All right. I don't know if he's a good guy. I think he probably is. The mustache would indicate otherwise. He seems great. All right, go ahead. Heat 
This post comes from San Diego Sports Cards 1 on Instagram. And it says the following. So I've been waiting for this card to sell to expose alt. Here's the story. I approached them on the alt sourcing account to see what they would pay for a card. The alt value of the card was $5,022. After not hearing back, I hit them up a day later to see what they'd pay. They offer me some horrible lowball. And then they tell me that they'll pay 85% of that. And miraculously, a day later, the alt value is $4,213. And they admitted that someone went in and manually changed the alt value. He also screenshotted the before and afters. This is the alt value before contacting them. This is the alt value after contacting them. So I have he questions. says, draw your own conclusions yeah. on what they could... I will, coach. Take it easy. <laughs> I have questions. I mean, first of all, what was the card? Is this an example where a card hasn't sold for a long time? I am going to defend all right now for just a second. Please, yeah. Like, let, let's say, for example, this was some kind of a uh, – trying to think of a player who this would fit. Let's say this is a Kevin Durant card, okay. and the value hasn't changed in a while. Like, it has just a rare card that hasn't sold in a long time, which obviously it's a $5,000 card. Sure. It, it must be rare and expensive. Is it one of those where it hasn't sold, so their value simply hadn't been updated, but now that it's brought to their attention, hey, we want to sell this card – like, because I would do that. There well, may be a card where the last comp says, hey, this sold for 300 bucks. But then I look and the last comp was, you know, three months ago before something negative happened to the player. Sure. It's possible. It does look like this. it says the serial out of 15. So it's a, obviously not a lot, but there are nine graded. Um, do you know what the card is? I'm sorry. It, there's three. There's three of them graded a PSA nine. It doesn't say the player. It just says a 2020 Panini Flawless Rookie Dual Patch Auto Ruby. It doesn't say a sport, but it right? doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but however, if you just simply contact somebody and again, going off their value system, like, Hey, whatever you tell me, I'll, I'll take 80% of that. And then I just tell you a number lower than what I said the day before. <laughs> I guess my thing with alt is there's just a lot of things that appear to be scummy. And when there's that many things, I start to think there's probably something involved here. That's my overall thought. Cause yeah. I can't point to anything and say for a fact, they did this or that, that doesn't have like a, a, like we said, a devil's advocate story, you know, the Marvel actual, thing was rough though. Like the Marvel thing backup. was pretty brutal. Like you just buying stuff on eBay and literally reposting it for five to 10 X the value on there to have an appearance of like this crazy value. But well, is there a story behind that? You know, like that's my only thing is like, I, so like you just did, you provided facts from both sides that could be real. But like you also said at this point, there's so much going against it that why do you, why do you want to, tread in those waters. Yeah, no, I agree. I just, like I said, I just am curious with them. And they also don't ever really address these things. Like you said, there was that whole coding thing where they were getting information. Yeah. I don't know. Start defending again. I just kind of want, I think that about a lot of companies though. What, what, like if you left the hobby tomorrow, does anybody actually care? Like, does it affect my day to day in the hobby? Probably not. Yeah. I, I was checking some of their values. So if you go, we use card ladder because well, one, they've been great to us and they're also just the overall best tool in the yeah, hobby accurate. for pricing. Um, I was comparing card ladder pricing to alt pricing. And here's what's like funny is if you just search a player, it pulls up pricing, but the pricing is not actually what it was sold for or what they consider alt pricing. You have to like click on the card, go in and then see what it was sold for. And they say, oh, that's our actual alt pricing when it was recently sold for. That's just like, it's just a little deceptive. Why not just have that when I search the card and you're showing me all these different cards out there you're showing me prices, but it's not the actual price. There are all these like inflated prices. It just doesn't look good either. Yeah, I mean, here's here's my theory. If I'm buying, I'm basically on card ladder values. 
if I'm trying to sell stuff, I'll base it on all values. That's actually a running joke. Like some of, it's actually a running joke at some of these card shows too. Guys will come out and say that, like, oh, and I'll see this too. Like people will pull up alt, like, oh, I'll pay thirty percent of those comps. Real comps, I'll pay seventy percent. By the way, I don't know if we've mentioned this in a long time. I was just thinking about Mention this the other day that we do offer fifteen percent discount on card letter. There's a link. I can't give you a code, but you go to the SCN website. Can you make up a code? Sportscardsnonsense.com. Type, no, type in hibbity dibbity hibbity Go to our website. No, you'll get no, the link. No, 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 com. This is serious, bro. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we also had a fun weekend of buying things, it looks like. You want to talk about that? I want to hear about this break you were in. Jesse was actually excited talking about cards. I know he did three hours of strenuous research for the show. <laughs> the most interesting thing he said off air, though, he was in a break. I was in a break. I Let's was hear in, it. Uh, did a little late night Saturday uh, shopping on the app, Card Shop Live, if you ever heard of it. Uh, but Ken over in uh, Card Shop Evansville, he he is a a great breaker. And here's what he he does so well is he gets me so excited to want to buy into the next break. I was in this room for hours. Um, it was like 1045 at night. He does this super high-end baseball. And I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm going all in. I start looking up, what are, what are these boxes actually going to cost me if I were to just go out and buy them? So there's a Bowman's Best, there's a five-star Tops, and then there's a, uh, what was the other Gilded. one? Gilded. Tops Gilded. Tops Gilded, I mentioned. So obviously, if I went out and bought all that, it'd be paying somewhere around $1,000 or so. Um, no, got to be more. Isn't Gilded what's the Gilded? Like a th- Gilded's like 1000 bucks. Oh, okay. Yeah, and best Okay, so but best is like three fifty or something. And yep. then I think tops the five star like I think it was like two fifty. Okay. Yeah. So like sixteen hundred So I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm not gonna I here's if I spend less than that, you know, I'm good, right? Not, um, not a safe mentality. Just a to good be clear, Sam is in charge of raising Charlie for day-to-day stuff, right? Just to be. I may have made some uh I may have just gotten a little excited. We'll say that. So who did you get in the break? Random uh, teams. Here's the thing. I, I remembered at the time all the teams I had because I was like, oh, this is great. I got like, I think I had like the Orioles. I had good team Padres. Very I had, good. oh, you, uh, oh, yeah, I had some good teams in there because, oh, but that's boy. the problem was because I <laughs> bought so many of them. Um, I'm going to say I spent about $400 on that break. What? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you can tell me you spent 100 What is wrong with you? $400? And the last one I got was the Twins. And we're actually very, like, very good and best. Very average everywhere else. Everywhere else. And so I, when I got the Twins, I spent like 80 bucks. And there were, okay, so here's the thing. There were five teams left, and the Marlins were still in there. And I'm like, okay. Why are you saying Marlins? Are you confused? The Marlins no, 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 no not Marlins. Not Marlins. I, yes, Mariners. I am Mariners. I'm okay. sorry. There's all, it's a C thing. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I have to stop you okay. for a second. Uh, is this the break you pulled the 101 Julio for the Mariners? The Redemption? I didn't pull a one-on-one Julio redemption. Oh, no, no. no. Oh, that he... No, no, no. Oh, because that would have been that great. You been just missed the Mariners and the dude pulled a $10,000 card. <laughs> I... Oh, my God. Yeah. So what happened? There were five teams left. The Mariners were still in. And I'm like, okay, this... It's got up to 80 bucks. And I'm like, fine. I, I'm paying it. I'm getting it. And I pull the twins. And here's what happens. Ken takes the cards off air. And I hear him shuffle them. Because he shows us what's on there. He shows... The four cards that are there, and I see uh, the uh, Mariners are third, and he shuffles, and I hear flip, 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 and I count in my head. Oh, Rainman over here. I count in my head. I think that's in the third position right now. I'm going after it, and so bidding starts, and now you know there's four spots left. Mariners there, but now the bid's like up to a hundred. I'm like, at this point, 
I have spent the $400. And if I do this, I'm going to spend over five. And I'm like, oh, I could, I'm probably wrong. I won't even do it. But if it were me, I would have picked three. Guy wins. He, he may have done the exact same thing. He says three. It's Mariners. It hurt. Did they hit in the break? Good news is they didn't hit. So that there makes you, you go. feel good. But that is, it was just an interesting thing. But in the end, I pulled uh, uh, my first one of one. My first one of one. It's a Danny. Uh, is it DeAndre? De- I believe it's DeLandre for the twins. Is there an L in there? I didn't think I believe it's three words. Danny. DeAndre. Andre. Oh, I thought his last name started with an L. No, no, no. De I don't Landry. believe so. Um, but anyways, uh, it was a one of one auto printing plate, which is pretty cool. It was, uh, it was a twins heavy box. I also got a Max Kepler out of uh, 99 auto. So you made about 20% of your money back on a good day. <laughs> I'm feeling really good about it. What Hopefully, did you do? With reg- Oh, I bought a bunch this of, weekend. You I bought, bought some a bunch stuff. of singles. Yep. Heavy yeah. on the singles lots. Oh, really? So, yeah, I actually met a guy in town yesterday. Greg, heck of a guy. Oh, he sounds nice. Yep. What like singles? Anything you care to mention or nothing crazy? It was a, there was a super nice one on one white whale Chipper Jones out of triple out of triple threads with a really nice patch. I was happy with that one. Okay. Uh, Jeter Luminaries Auto. It's about 130 cards total. I think some of them are like five dollar patch cards. Oh um, wow! But then there were probably eight to ten Acuna autos, a bunch of Sotos. Was this graded or no? Almost. I would say 85% not graded. They're probably oh. 15 to 20 graded cards, but not many cards I will grade out of it either. So. Oh, really? Why not? Just not. Most not of them are m- thick cards that there's no really, no real reason to. I got The you. condition won't help the value. Okay. But uh, yeah, that's why I'm trying to step up. Tim's in town, so we're selling more singles. So I figured, hey, we'll get a little lot going. Nice. Kyle Reno, Kyle Rhino, uh, Monster Breaks out in Phoenix, Arizona, or near Phoenix at least. I met him last week. Big guy in the hobby. You can go ahead and add him in. I don't, I'll tell you one thing I don't care for. His Zoom name says Kyler. I don't know if that's a spelling error. All right, Kyle's here. Well, first, first clarify that. Well, two questions. <laughs> first of all, your Zoom name says Kyler. What is your first name? It's Kyle. It's, it's definitely not Kyler. Okay, next question. And this has been an industry secret for years. How do you pronounce your last name for the record? It's, it's Reno. R- I told it, you. The phonics version would be R-E-N-O, but... Um, nobody ever calls me that. So, how many people, percentage wise, call you call you Rhino instead of Reno? Ninety eight percent. I am sticking with <laughs> Kyler Rhino. Here we go. I, Heck of a guy. I will say I appreciate your Facebook. You actually have it spelled out phonetically, so I didn't look like an idiot. So that's nice. I guess that's I, fair. I do. Yes. Thank you. So, Kyle, big shop, and you guys are in Phoenix, correct? Monster Breaks. We're we're in the Phoenix uh, area. Yes. Okay. So we kind of give a little bit of a bio on you earlier. Uh, and you, I mean, I've told Jesse before too. Like you were kind of actually, you were my first Facebook feud when, when oh, I first what? started working you with Bruce Breaks. I didn't have Facebook ever. I was the last person on earth to get Facebook, uh-huh. and I was like, oh, as soon as I joined, everybody just add you to break groups. I was like, this is great. I show up at Bruce's house, mm-hmm. and I was like, dude, I just started adding people for break rooms into our break group. Brew yelled at me, and then Kyle texted him and was like, you need to talk to this Mike guy. <laughs> He's been on guy. Face- I've been on Facebook for a day. I'm getting yelled at by the biggest breaker in the industry. And Brew was like, what are you doing? I was like, I don't know. I thought this was how it worked. So Coaching it's called, at his finest. It's Monster Breaks. You've been around for, like, what, a, over a decade, right? It's been a while. No, not, not quite a decade. More like eight years. Eight years. Wow. Okay. So you were like, were you on Breaker TV, like, back in the good old days? So we did a little stint on Breakers TV. Um Back then, it was it was the wild wild west. It was a little, little rowdy, so we hopped off. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. And at this point, you are primarily card shop and breaking. Is that what you you do day to day? 
Yeah. So um, card shop and breaking. Um, me personally, I've taken um, a kind of a backseat to breaking, really focusing on the community aspect of our shop. So cool. Very cool. And uh, last thing, where are you located? Just in we case just anyone wants to come Phoenix out. Phoenix area. Oh, it's Phoenix area. Queen Creek, Arizona. There we go. Okay, cool. Wanted to be specific. Well, there are listeners also, who might want to go by. Biggest seller on Loop. Oh, really? Well, that oh, so that leads into probably the news that Mike heard at the Fanatics meeting last week that you are now big wig going over to Fanatics. Is that true? Well, I mean, if he's on stage with Fanatics, I have to assume there's some sort of connection. Or, or is that not? Can we not say that? Do we have to cut that? No, we, we can say that. I think that um, there's this really large cloud over app-based services that I don't think people need to be worried. I mean, Fanatics is going to come in, right? Yep. And there's only going to be a select amount of sellers on it. Other app-based services and apps have to still work and they have to function because there's only going to be a select amount of people on Fanatics Live. Okay, fair enough. And at this point, like the you plan on continuing on other platforms besides Fanatics at the same time? Absolutely. Okay, cool. Very interesting. All right, so let me let me get a little history here, Kyle. Just kind of a brief run through. I mean, again, you, you were one. Of, I think you were probably the breaker. It was like you and Platinum when I first came in the game. Like you kind of were the two big names that hit me first. Uh, obviously, a lot has changed in the past. You know, like for you, eight years. Even for me, five six years. It's it's like a new world. Uh, and we get this a lot, and I know you get it all the time. You addressed it in Phoenix. Hey, I want to come in and be a breaker, or I want to come in and get into the hobby. If you could, just kind of some bullet points on, hey, if you're going to even attempt to do it, what, how would you advise somebody trying to come into the space? Well, capital. Um, you have to come in with capital. You can't come in bare bones. Um, you you um, have to come in with availability, not one to two days a week. and you, you have to come in with a resource to get product um, any way you can, whether it's a local shop, um, distribution, maybe you have a relationship with somebody. Otherwise, it's really tough sledding. With things going the way they are, where it looks like distribution may be cut out or at least severely cut down, at least, do you think it's more important to start at Fanatics and then try and get distribution elsewhere? Or what would you say? I think shooting your shot is a big deal, right? Like <laughs> shoot your shot with fanatics, uh, see what happens, and then uh, go from there. Uh, I think that's the fairest way to assess uh, hopping in. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, you got to shoot your shot. If it works, it works. And then if it doesn't, go to plan B and, you know, find a fanatics, um, maybe find a fanatics exclusive uh, breaker and say, hey, I'd like to be a breaker for you. I mean, maybe that's that's an option um, for some people who really would like to break and open cards. Um, basically, you're just a, a sub breaker. I don't know. Well, that's- at this point, would you say that you even want more breakers? Because there are so many right now. I don't mind breakers uh, from the shop aspect. Breakers are walking in our shop every single day of the week. So needing product. Okay. So they're um, so good for the hobby for you specifically. Okay. Yeah. So um, I think that breakers need to be, um, we need to be more selective with who we break with as a community and as a consumer. Um, and that will weed out some of the breakers that maybe shouldn't be doing this for a living, but we've 
um, really come to this <laughs> roadblock of like, hey, um, only these certain breakers are selected by fanatics. They're getting a, a lot of product. These other breakers aren't getting any product. And I think you're starting to see a big drop off of your mid, lower to mid-level, lower tier or lower volume breakers right now. I think they're, I think, Personally, from what I've seen, they're dropping like flies. By the way, I actually like this. I've been saying for years, and that was kind of my, I also think, in addition to everything you said, the capital, you know, build a community, I agree with all that. My other thing, too, when I came in was, I, I also think you have to have a shtick. Like, you've got to have your, like, your mm-hmm. one thing. Like, right off the bat, day one, I always knew. Matter of fact, I don't know if I've ever told Kyler Re- Reno this, but <laughs> Kyler Reno. Um, like, for years, we avoided football and basketball on break day. because oh, really? the majority. Kyle was way bigger than us when we started. It still is, by the way. It's huge. Yep. But it was like Kyle's day, release day. Well, you guys still do this too, right? The release day, like crazy good deals. Yeah. That's that's always been our thing. Okay. And, and, you know, the release day pre-sale pricing for us has been our way for customer retention. And there's been a lot of people um, who don't like it. And there's a lot of breakers who obviously don't like it. Mm-hmm. Um, but for us, it's our way of marketing. It's our way of, hey, I always say, and it's it's a dumb joke and I repeat it all the time, we may not be everyone's favorite breaker and maybe we're their third or fourth favorite, but on release day, people are going to our site yep. because they know they're going to get the best deal. Yeah, like that so, has been a standing thing in the hobby since I started. So like even there, I'm like, okay, so that's your thing. Like, hey, my thing was always just like, and Kyle will attest to this too, I used to just lose my mind on terrible breakers. <laughs> like I would go live and rip a product and wouldn't talk about the product at all. I would literally just rant for 45 minutes like a maniac. That doesn't sound like you at all, Mike. And, 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 That's so by the weird. Way, and I knew it wasn't for everybody. Like a lot of people probably disliked it. Sure. But I do think my community was like, hey, if we want honest opinion on why a product is crap yeah. or why this guy is garbage. So I do think it doesn't have to be that. It doesn't have to be release day. But I also think like you got to have like the thing you are known for. There's got to be something about you. That's um, It's funny. I watched this YouTube of a billionaire this weekend and it was basically just talking about how he got to where he is. And that was his thing. He's like, it doesn't matter what you do, but you have to have your niche and do be the best at it. Yeah. Uh, the other point you made too, uh, I'm curious to get your thoughts. Like I obviously fanatics is coming in, but it means there's still going to be a ton of life for other places outside of fanatics. Because uh, obviously not everybody's going to be on their platform. Not everybody's going to get product from them. I think it's a good thing for the hobby that a lot of the, I don't want to call it trash, but it is going to clear up a lot of garbage in the hobby, in my opinion. Like I just, like you said, a lot of guys are going to kind of fall off because they haven't gotten product. I don't think that's like the worst thing in the world if if the hobby is cleaned up a little bit. It's not the worst thing in the world. Um, I think that, uh, you ha- hate for people's dreams to maybe be broken or crushed in the hobby, you know, sure. uh, for starting a business. I think that that's step one is you want to show a little bit of empathy for for those people. But on the other side, it, it's it's still a business industry. And if you haven't figured out in the in the few years, maybe that you've been doing it or even a few months, how to make it work. It's going to be really it's going to be about time that um the road's going to come to an end soon. Uh, I think if you haven't established the relationships now, uh, you got a few months to really establish them and then um, work from there. Obviously, I think that there's going to be some great personalities that are going to start break businesses and build them up. And the fanatics is going to say, Hey, we really like you. Let's get you an account. Um, And that's going to be fair. But yeah, I think that having 
really good, reputable breakers and cards in reputable people's hands is so important in our industry, especially with uh, the value of the cards still. And um, what we expect as a lot of people buying in or investing, uh, how to care for the cards, how to ship the cards. I mean, there's just not, a, not enough knowledge in um, the breaking industry on how to do those things, especially on your you know lower tier. Um, you know, I don't mean to call them lower tier, but like maybe lower volume breaker. Sure. Yeah. Um, that isn't doing as much. I mean, just for example, I buy something from someone uh, on a platform that I won't mention. Uh, actually, my girlfriend did. And we got it and the top loaders didn't fit the cards correctly. And it's like, pretty that's simple. really Pretty simple fix. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, and, and that should never happen. That should be a zero. It, it just shouldn't happen. I mean, it should have happened in 2014, 15 when nobody knew what they were doing. Sure. But like, we're, we're way beyond that now. I think it makes sense in the, we are at a time where there are still, you know, everyone said, well, 2020, 2021 was when all the new people came into the hobby. But I can attest from the Facebook group and from people reaching out to us individually, like there are so many people getting back into the hobby and they're brand new to what the hobby is today. But that doesn't mean like, it's okay to start a breaking business and do things like that. Like you take your time before you ever jump into something like that. That's totally understandable. Oh yeah. Like look, dude, but, but like even like our audience, Kyle, like, I mean the Facebook group and our socials came out of nowhere and are huge, even like the listenership here, but those are almost all new people back to the hobby. They're oh, sports yeah. fans, but that is always my biggest fear. Like you go to, you go to whatever, a breaker, a platform, wherever. And the first time you buy a card, you get a J rod in the mail, not sleeved and it has a dinged up corner. <laughs> Plain white envelope. Which, by the way, that happens all the time. Still. And it's like, cool. I was going to get back into cards, and then I literally just wasted my money because it didn't get taken care of right. Yeah. And I think we lose a lot of people that way still. Oh, absolutely. Which I, I, which I think is horrible. For, by the way, it would have been great if Kyle was like, yeah, was Card Shop live? And this <laughs> card got shipped to me in a crap. Like, that's nice. Uh, but no, I do agree. So I do think the regulations and some standards, I, I think, will be helpful. Like, some of this weeding out, I do think, will be good for the overall retention. Kyle, I, I would like to know, maybe change the topic a little bit. So you being a breaker and a shop owner, uh, we've been talking about this recently where card shows have been absolutely phenomenal for a lot of guys. Do you see, what do you, what's your take on the market right now? There's good shows. There's bad shows, right? Um, I think that uh, the audience uh, at the shows right now, um, I think the consumer at shows is getting a great deal uh, for the most part right now. I think people are willing to stop comping things at 120, 150% at shows because we're getting back to the natural uh, <laughs> like cycle of the hobby, you know, where, you know, maybe someone's buying at 75, 80% and then they're selling at a hundred during COVID peak. People were buying at 105%, <laughs> then jacking up the price to 140%. Sure. Yep. So we're at a, a time right now where the consumer is able to enjoy the hobby more. The buyer is able to buy at the correct margin, which is 70, 75, maybe even less. I don't know. And then able to sell at current comps. I think card shows are incredible right now. I think they're doing well. Obviously, you have your exceptions. Maybe one shows a dud, but don't, I wouldn't take that and say, hey, this, all these shows are going to be like that. Give a show another try. Maybe give a different city a try. Give a different vendor a try. You can always see the vendors that are at your show. So if it's the same guys and you had a bad experience at one show, don't go to the next show. Like, 
you can see who's going to be there. Um, obviously, the Dallas card shows probably the biggest running one that just goes over and over. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, give that a great. Uh, th- that's a pretty good experience for the most part. I think during COVID, it got a little uh, um, crazy. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I just remember the scene of that one little dude standing on a table telling people they couldn't leave. I was like, oh, that's oh cool. yeah, <laughs> that was fun. There's a stolen car. But in general, no, I agree though. In general, like outside of the national, it's probably the biggest running show. I would yeah. think right well, now. Well, continuous show yeah, for sure. I agree. Are you going to be at the Mint in the next couple of weeks? We we might be there for a day or two. Okay. We're really focusing on getting our shop completely 100% ready to go. We're working on a huge event uh, with Bleecker Street. So um, we want to have one of the coolest shop openings Um you know, that, that anybody can remember. We want it to be, uh, we we're only doing it once, right? So let's, let's do it big. Let's do it awesome. And that's really where our focus is as a team, uh, and, and at the monster team right now. So the mint collective is a phenomenal event. Um, we don't want to miss it or any of it, but we might miss a couple of days. When is the opening, by the way? When's the, do you have a set date yet? Anything we can promote here? In April, and we're working with a, a company to get a solidified date because that company actually works with the Mint as well, and that's kind of like their last project, and then we're their next project. So Nice. Very cool. Well, yeah, let us know when the date is. We'll definitely... Now that you're a friend of the show, now that you didn't blow us off again from being <laughs> sick, we'll, we're happy to promote that. Um, I was sick for a month. <laughs> Oh, Literally. Now I know it's a lie. He looked fine in Phoenix, by the way. On Don't stage, there was no dare. issue with his health on stage. Him and his wife up there just telling him Mr. how great they were. Mr. Reno. Please. Don't, don't um, listen to him. All right. Last question then, Kyle. I just want to hit a couple of products. We obviously massive release week with, with Prism coming out this year. Um, what are your thoughts? Just general first, and I'll get a little more specific. 2022 football products as they stand today. Like, what's your kind of take on 2022? I think that... Um, Investing, and let, uh, let me phrase this right, investing in the quarterbacks of 2022 is tricky, but, but can become very, very, very profitable for someone who gets it right. Uh, when you look at the value of Ritter, Corral, Howell, Pickett, uh, Zappi, who's the other one, Purdy, they don't sell for much. And everybody says, oh, yeah, quarterback class is awful. Well, it's awful till it isn't, right? right? You know, sure. that's yep. that's the thing. Like, take a flyer on these guys. Like, I'm not saying buy at astronomical numbers. Buy at current market value. Sit, hold. Uh, I mean, gosh, one of them's going to be awesome. It, you know, we don't know who it's going to be. One of them's going to be a dude. And I think that it's providing a consumer actually a really good avenue to take a shot right now. You couldn't take a shot in 21. Everything was too expensive. You couldn't take a shot in 20. Everything was too expensive. You can take a shot right now with a guy that you believe in that, that's going to, that's you think is going to play. You think that's going to lead a team to the playoffs. And if you take that shot and you're right, um, good, you know, obviously good things are going to happen because the, the values on these guys are low right now. It's kind of exactly how I feel about the 2022 class. Not only the quarterbacks, it's also way cheaper than in past years. And then the skill position. I know we don't care immensely as a hobby about running backs and receivers, but it is a pretty deep class. So I, I kind of feel the same way. And I actually like the fact that I can buy into a break now and it's not, you know, 
two boxes and it's every box is triple, you know, yeah. just crazy money. I, I, I do kind of like that part. I am surprised though to hear that like you listed Purdy last and you almost forgot him. And then you didn't just automatically assume he is the guy. It just seems so funny because that's what everybody is like. If anyone thinks there's value to 2022, they're, you know, they think it's Purdy. And of course, the ones that you just mentioned, those could be flyers. But do you do you disagree with that? Well, Purdy's already shown that he can lead a high caliber team to a lot of wins. Um, the problem is his injury is very serious and it's not an automatic that he just displaces whoever is quarterback for the 49ers when he's ready to go. And Brock Purdy is my favorite quarterback in the NFL. He is born and raised in Queen Creek, Arizona. So oh, I'm really? very biased. Oh, wow. Um, okay. He's, he's a local legend here. And so, yes, I want Brock Purdy to be like the most amazing thing uh, ever. I just, that's a big injury. Yeah. And, and we don't know what the Niners' plans are. You see the Niners' uh, looking to possibly make moves in the draft, looking to trade for people, uh, talking to big-name quarterbacks. It's like if they get one of those guys, the Brock Purdy show in San Francisco is possibly already over. Even like, so, And even like Trey Lance, right? Like I'm not saying Trey's great, but if Trey gets to play for a month with that team, yeah. like what if he's 5-0 and oh and then all of a sudden Purdy's back from the UCL? Like are you pulling a 5-0? and oh? And again, it's all speculation, but sure. that team is so good. I do wonder, like, what happens if you just plug any – Jimmy G took him to a Super Bowl. Kyle <laughs> Kyler Reno's arm is better than Jimmy's. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, that team is so good. I do wonder. I didn't oh, know about man. the Queens Creek. That's pretty that's cool. That's pretty cool. All right, cool. Hey, last question then. Obviously, again, in, in a little more specific now to Prism. Releases on Wednesday. Uh, I'm sure you guys will have a ton of breaks up and already do pre-filling. Uh, monsterbreaks.com. Um, in your opinion, guys who are looking to get into breaks – uh, and play it a little more safe. Like a lot of our audience is like, hey, I don't want to come in and buy a box, uh, a personal box, too expensive, but I want to come in and get a team, two teams, whatever. For this product specific, how do you recommend if you're looking to get in for a kind of a safe, relatively decent return on investment with Prism specifically, how would you advise people to break? Two types of breakers, uh, break consumers, right? The the random team guy who wants a shot at the big team uh, without paying the price. And then you have the PYT guy who specifically either PCs a team or only wants a shot at certain quarterbacks. Um, if you're a random team guy, just go get the best value you can in your random team breaks. So shop around. Most breakers are pretty good. Find reputable breakers. It uh, doesn't matter you know, who it is. It can be Rich at Layton. It could be Mojo. It could be whoever it is. It could be Monster. It doesn't matter. Find good value in your random team breaks. Um, don't just pay this this solicited price without actually saying, hey, is this a good deal? And you pick your teams. Go get the teams you like. If you're a pick your team guy, uh, obviously just stick to that. Stick to your model. I'm only going to get these teams that I like. I'm only going to go after this quarterback or this receiver. Or um, And if it's your PC, it's going to be affordable this year. So go get it and have fun. Uh, uh, I think with pick your teams, people are more willing to just pay a little bit more for the breaker they like the most. Um, but remember, if you're paying $10, $20, $30 more spot in a random team selection, over the course of six, seven breaks, you could have bought into two extra breaks <laughs> for that same money yeah. mm -hmm. and increase your odds a ton um, just by not overpaying into your spots. Uh, also, 
don't forget, Prism is not about autographs. I every single year, oh, these autos are terrible. These autos are terrible. <laughs> every year. Color, Ugh. color, silver, color, grading, centering. That's what Prism is about. Right. It's about the, the inserts that they're selecting. Stop worrying about the autographs. Don't buy in for the autographs. You can throw out the autograph checklist, put it in the trash. Worry about who's on the cards, who's in the inserts. That's what you're buying. That is true. It irritates me every year when we pull an Isaiah Ryder auto. Somebody's like a twelve hundred dollar basketball box. You know, you just hit like a you know a, a purple Cade Cunningham. You dummy. <laughs> I'll sign the card for you. Who cares? Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I will say too. Kind of my last comment for me. What you just said definitely echoes to what we heard. I think you'd agree. What we heard from fanatics at the conference. They were big on like education of product. Educate you your consumer. I do see why guys come in and say, hey, I can just overprice this a little bit. They can cash out and make a little bit more. But at least from what I found, and I think the same is probably true with you, like if you educate your your consumers, your community a little bit more, it just makes them stick around more. They know they're not going to be taken advantage of. I don't know. It just seems like if you can help them stretch their dollar, it's literally a win-win. I think helping a consumer stretches their dollar goes a long way, even when you're losing a little bit of profitability and margin yep. as a break company. What happens is you keep them, you keep them for life. You, you, they trust you. And then if, if maybe like there's a product that's slow, that consumer is going to say, Hey, you know what? I'm going to throw my breaker a bone yep. and buy into this. Um, Spot he wants nothing to do taken, with. He just was like, Hey, I'll, yeah, I, I totally agree. Yep. Yeah. They've always taken care of me, yada, yada. Um, I'm going to buy into this, even though it's not my favorite product. Hey, I'm going to buy into Rookies and Stars because my breaker had an awesome price on impeccable football. And you know what? Let me just give it a shot. I'm not saying that happens all the time, but I'm saying that that's a real thing. Like, I I think over is the age of like, hey, let me just throw something up at this astronomical price and it's going to stick. That was two years ago. It doesn't work anymore um, unless the consumer really is just not doing their homework. And I just think those consumers are, are quick to leave anyways. Like at some point, even dummies look, you know, like, yeah, I just spent three grand and got, you know, a Brock Purdy base card because I bought in the wrong style. So I know I agree with that. I think it's much more sustainable. So Kyle, we appreciate the time. Kyle Reno, Monster Breaks, monsterbreaks.com. Got the shop in, is it Queen City? Is that what you said? Queen City. Queen Queen Creek. Queen Creek. I'm sorry. Queen Creek, Arizona. Home (laughs) of Kyle and Brock Purdy. That's what everyone knows it for. Kyle first, but yeah. There you go. Appreciate the time, man. Thank you so much. Yeah. Appreciate you guys. Thank you for having me on. And hey, give us the uh, make sure you give us the debut, the opening date of the shop too for the event. We'll be happy to promote. Yeah, I, I mean, honestly, I'd be happy to have you guys out here. So if that's something you want to talk about once we the monster private jet coming to Tennessee, Hello. that's what I just heard. Oh, Jesse I'm all don't about fly. That Jesse life. don't fly business class. No, I'll tell you I got that. them long limbs. <laughs> Kyle, thanks, man. That's okay. Uh, <laughs> perfect. All right, that, we'll, we'll, we'll handle it, Jesse. We'll get you. There's tra- there's trains that come here. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> I'll ride a train, baby. Plane, trains, automobiles, whatever it takes. Good deal. Meal, meal included. Oh, well, that's going to get expensive. Uh, that was a mistake. Up. All right, Kyle. Thanks, awesome. man. Thank you, Kyle. Have a good day, man. Thank you. See ya. Well, there you go. And your favorite thing just happened. He just got right he out just of here. Got out. Yeah, he, right. I, I will say he's been a he's been a monster in breaking for a long time. Like one of the biggest names around. Still is. I mean, I'm sure top five in the country if I had to guess in revenue. So can I ask a question? I like Kyle. I have a question that I think audience members might ask. What is we because we didn't get paid for him to come on. There was no promotion there. Right. Was it just because you like his style? 
and that he's going over to Fanatics? Like, what made you choose Kyle to come on? Oh, he's just one of the leaders in the industry. Like, we talk okay. about breaking and, yeah. spa and, like, shops. He's one of the few guys, too, who has a massive shop and a massive break company. Is he coming on Card Shop Live? No. We could offer him 90% of card. He, he just, he is... He alone is a thousand times bigger than our app is right now. No question. Okay. But but no, I just was like, I don't know. And I happened to run up into him in Phoenix. And I was like, yeah, it'd be cool to get his perspective on things. I agree. And the fact that he's that's, been that's really along the, for so so long. But yeah. That's actually the only reason. Yeah, I don't, I'm, I'm not expecting anything out of this. There's nothing on our side aside from, I think it's a good voice for the audience to hear. Well, there you go. Cool. So, yep. Um, before we uh, go into product, because there is a, uh, obviously a huge new release. Did you want to touch on? Uh, the no. Michael Rubin thing. Anything Michael like Rubin went to the card show in Philly. Awesome to see him out <laughs> and going to card shows and being interactive with the community. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, but there was, what about the, the baseball? Um, I don't know what to make of this. The world baseball classic. Yeah. I don't follow it at all, but you're having some guys out of nowhere play really well. Lars Newt bar, the kid, which is funny. It's him for the Cardinals. Cause that kid's rookie stuff is all over the place. If you open any product in the last year, mm-hmm. you pull 15 of this kid and you're always irritated. <laughs> He's kind of showing out at the WBC. I'm be curious what that does to his pricing. Maybe it kind of puts him on the map for some people. And then the Man, guy, uh, Manessis, Manessis, Joey Manessis last yeah. night hit a walk off. Yeah. No, maybe. it wasn't a walk off, but he definitely clinched Jog the off. game. Yeah, sure. Well, if he clinched the game, it's a walk off. Is that, I thought it was a walk off if they No, that's a grand slam. What's a walk off is if you hit a home run and it wins the game, you walk off the field. Like you run the bases, you're done. It's a walk off. You're done. He, he hit a walk off. Hit a walk off. Uh, but the card, if you look, I the only card of his I can find is the 2023 Series One, and it was like uh, he had the Mojo uh, Silver and those uh, Silver packs. Mm-hmm. It was doing 99 cents literally on March 8th. It sold for 99 cents, and then as of today, um, the 13th, it's selling for like five bucks. So. What is that? 500% increase. There you go. I do want to talk about Prism. Elite Basketball comes out this week. Elite's a cool, cheap product. It's of the new class. I don't mind it. Uh, I think that's one of those I mess just with random breaks. I'm not going PYT because it's just going to be the magic and everybody else. But I think in random teams breaks, it's probably worth a shot. Um, The the one I want to focus on, though, is Prism. Because Kyle alluded to the price, too, being much more affordable than past years. If you would give me this year and the last few years of Prism, please. Wait, uh, can we just talk? I just had a question on it yeah. before we jump off of that. It is $300 a box. The, there are two autos per box. And a bunch you, of numbered stuff, too. You made the point about Prism when we were talking to Kyle about how you're not getting Prism for the autos. Am I getting Prism Elite for the autos? A little bit more so than Prism. But again, the numbered, the die cuts, yeah. the SPs. You're also looking for that stuff. But, yeah, it is a little more auto-reliant than Prism is, for sure. Okay, cool. Um, Yes, I've got all Prism. What do you want to – where do you want to start? I want pricing in the – this year and then the last four years of Prism. I've got the last five years, baby. Hobby Uh, This year, 2022 – 800. You are over, my friend. 750. Wow, okay. 750 for a box. Uh, Last year – 1,400. Mm, not it was there was a time I think it was going for fifteen or even more, but at this point it's almost twelve hundred. Okay, eleven seventy five. Twenty twenty. That's got to be expensive. Sixteen, eighteen hundred, two thousand. Just tell me, I'm done. Twenty five. Yeah. Again, scarcity starts to come into play too. How much of that is left compared to the last couple of years? That's wild. Twenty nineteen. I bet it's cheap. Twenty nineteen seventy five is the only one that's cheaper than this year. Uh, it is six fifty. Yeah, crap class. I wouldn't go anywhere near that. And then twenty eight. I mean, you start getting eighteen. It's probably stupid. Two grand. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Two grand. 
Now, you want to talk to you at 2017? Because I got that. 7,500? <laughs> uh, close. 7,000. Yeah. Very close. Yeah, so 7,000. The, the fact that it's that much cheaper, almost half of the year before, again, I don't think that's a bad value. That's kind of what I was saying. It was like, the fact that it's 750 makes me think that it is definitive at this point, Panini's listening to what, like, they're not just pricing things because it, the last year sold at this. They're obviously seeing, oh, well, we know it's not going to sell it if we price it at last year's pricing. We got to account for the right. lesser cl- the lesser class, obviously. And the timing. And the timing, right. yeah. I was going to say, too, we did confirm with our contact at Panini, Brock Purdy will have base on all the base cards and base autos in this as well. So that's a good thing. The va- you say what you want about them. Queens, not Queens Creek. What? Oh, it is yeah. Queens Creek. Yeah, yeah, you got it. Queens River. Queens. Queens Creek native. <laughs> that's what it is. Brock Purdy. Um, so, yeah, I do like it for that. I actually bought a few boxes of this, surprisingly. I don't I don't really break much football, but I will break this one on Wednesday. We'll do a couple single box breaks and cheap stuff with it. Okay, cool. Because I saw the price, and I was like, this isn't a terrible. I think we're also going to break some on the app, probably do some giveaway, too, with uh, Panini. They, we talked to them a couple weeks ago. Are we getting some? Uh, I, I would assume if we're going to break some with them, so. Okay. We'll have that call with them tomorrow and figure it out. But yeah, that's I like cool. it for the price though. I do. Um are you after any of these like the the corrals, the Ritters, like not right now. I'll it, let things cool off. I think Ritter is the guy in the offseason who's you think so? who's the best buy. I don't think Corrals, I mean, they just traded for the number one pick. Carolina. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, Maddie's good news for Justin Fields. You got DJ Moore and a bunch of picks. Like they can actually build the team around him now. So good news, Fields, bad news, Corral. Um, I got like 10 minutes. I got to run. I got this appointment. I'm sorry. All right. Well, then Can we bang yeah, let's just go ahead and jump into mailbox. Ma- ma- I forgot the you name. Stroke? I forgot the <laughs> name of our. <laughs> I don't know if Kyle's going to want to fly. Here's the now. thing. I don't understand. You guys have this appointment at one o'clock and it's two hours to from then. It's a long, it's an hour ride there. And we got a bunch of paper. 45 minutes, out. but whatever. All right. Mailbag from the Facebook. Jacob Lynn, we already talked a little bit about this, but overall, do you think the WBC performance affects short-term card prices? I do, especially for guys who are a little bit, I think for guys like the Lars types, the guys who are on nobody's radar, if they have a breakout, I think it's enough. If a solidified prospect kind of plays good, I think it's like, yeah, I don't think we'll see as much there because it's like, well, this person, we already know they're good. It's already reflected in pricing. But for the real sleeper picks, I think it's helpful. Uh, Jeff Howe wants to know, with Tops able to produce Bowman Chrome U with collegiate logos, do you think the product has a chance to be more prominent and or hold more value long term? I think it will do. I mean, even our buddy Johnny Harden, like he loved that stuff. As soon as they put lo- college football logos on it, yeah, it was a game changer for a lot of people. But at the same time, in two years, they're going to be making NFL logo stuff, too. So I, I think it will help. I think it will have some sustainability, but I don't think it will ever really, really take off. Because by the time it starts to catch fire, so to speak, in, mm-hmm. in a couple of years, it's like, yeah, and here's the professional version of it. So there's a market for it. I don't think it's ever going to take over the hobby. Did you feel you needed to say so to speak because you were afraid people were going to start lighting the boxes on fire? I mean, it, it did not cross my mind sure. in a good way. Okay, good. Um, John, uh, okay, here's, the, here's a, just a fact, people. Daylight savings time is the worst, but we had a guy last year or last Daylight savings correction, whatever it was back in, when is it? December? I don't even know what you're talking about. October? I need whoever reached out to us last time about being, I think you were a state representative or or, or part of the Senate. I don't know. You had a high role in government. You reached out and you said that the bill had passed and there wasn't going to be any more daylight savings time. Why is it still happening to me? I don't think Phoenix does it. 
Well, exactly. Oh, yeah, we could have. That's yeah. why he seems so chipper. He's only an hour behind us right now instead of two, I believe. He doesn't have to deal with this garbage. All right, that's mm. enough of that. Will Winters, with Topps imminent takeover, with Topps imminent takeover of football, basketball, and already having baseball cards, what is one thing that you're optimistic about and one thing you're nervous about in those markets? I'm obviously nervous about any company taking over and having a monopoly. A monopolistic type of view. Words are big these days. I don't yep. like it. I mean, there's some fear there. They've said the right things. And so far, I've been pleased with their actions. So I'm not overly nervous about that. But that is a, an underlying fear for sure. Uh, one thing I'm optimistic about, I like the old brands. I was I was raised on Tops and Tops Chrome was Tops Chrome, Tops Finest Football were the two football products when I was a kid that were awesome. And Bowman's Best Football. I would love to see those again. I don't know what I, what I would do without Prism. I love Prism. And it would be sad to see it go. I hope maybe it you won't. Maybe yeah, I know. Keep it. Uh, and thank you, Andre Boulay, for phonetically spelling out your name. It's a big help. It says love the show with Prism Football and Prism Basketball dropping so close to each other. If you could only buy one, which would you choose and why? Football not close. More upside with the rookies, in my opinion. More relevance right now. I think this but that's bas- just this year, though. You're basing it on this year's class. Right. Well, you okay. just said they just dropped so close. Yeah, I know. I just mean in general, you, you wouldn't just say that because you like football better than basketball. It's just because of the class. Correct. This yeah, year yeah. specific. Absolutely. Yep. Okay. Um, Brian Schoen, Uh, we already talked about alts. Obviously, there's some questions there. Nat Thorpe, is it me or does it seem like J-Rod autos were missed in Bowman's best? Okay, so this is interesting. It, it appears... And we talked about this the other day. Rick tipped us off to the fact that J-Rod might only have those UFO autos and then color. No base class mm-hmm. of 2022. Mm-hmm. It looks like Torkelson and Witt as well. It, well, you know, let me just do a quick so, so Rick commented actually on this so because he's he been say? following it. He says, there have been a few low-numbered redemptions pop up. The super was pulled, reds and golds, but nothing bigger numbered and certainly no base autos. Yeah. That is now here's the concerning. thing. Concerning? A little bit, yes and no. So every year, Bowman, the poem, uh, especially specifically Bowman, will keep some players as an SP. Okay. Otani's base auto were SP, and then he only had color that was blue and better. He didn't have just refractors and all the high numbered color stuff. Okay. Joe Adele in 2017 was the same. There's other examples that I don't think of. Those are the two most prominent. I don't hate the fact that they said if this is in fact what happened is that they're not going to have base autos of the best class of 22 auto set. Mm -hmm. But I do think there should have been some indication on the checklist of that. I actually don't hate it because, again, a lot of these guys have multiple years of Bowman's best autos. So I don't want to see it flooded. But I do think think that's what it is, though. Like, I think they don't have base auto. That's exactly what it appears to be. Like, if you go on eBay right now, I just searched. There's none. So. But the fact that there's still none, you said they were super short print. Do you, I mean, I would still think at this point there'd be one. I mean, there's some like the UFO autos are all over the place. The best of autos, though, they're just the parallels. Like he said, there's gold, exactly. there's red, there's orange. I'm OK with it. I don't I don't mind that you're holding out some of the base autos. We've had enough of their auto stuff. We don't need to flood it. So you think it's on purpose? You don't think it's a mistake? I mean, I would I would definitely think it's on purpose. And I also, too, here's the thing. I don't know that it really affects this product. If you're telling me those guys were missing entirely, that's a huge deal. If you just didn't release base autos of them, I don't know. I actually don't mind that. But I mind it if they, if they were supposed to be there and they're not. They're on the checklist. Because if, if, the check, so the checklist should specifically say then, you know, 
That's what I mean. Golden better, if that's the case. Because, yeah, yeah, this time, like, okay, maybe you, it's not as big of a deal for you, but I think it's going to be a big deal for a lot of guys who are expecting it. Noah Halinga. That's fair. Who in the 2022 NBA class are you collecting? No one. I do not He care. says, obviously, Paolo. That's the only but, guy. Who else are you buying aside as from obvious. him? Um, there, I think actually, if you look at like that overall stats and you rate them, Walker Kessler is doing performing him and Jalen Williams are two of the best performers. When you count in like assists, rebounds, scoring, all that stuff. Um, but I don't hear as very, very underwhelmed by the class so far. Okay. Uh, let's go to Carrie Lee. By the way, follow up to that perfect time for you to get into breaks and buy it like PYT like buy the team you want the rookie you want because I can guarantee nobody's like oh that's they're yeah. moving very very cheap which is a good thing for you so time to take flyers it sounds like Casey Lee pros and cons of having a certificate of authenticity sticker on a signed card versus a slab so oh 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 I got you um I would much rather have a card slabbed I think I would too yeah always I mean the COA sticker on a card I guess like, is it from Fanatics or PSA or JSA? If mm-hmm. not, I mean, that doesn't mean anything anyways. Yeah. So, yeah, if you get it slabbed with Beckett or PSA, those are the two that do it. Much, much better to slab it. John Bourne wants to know, Mike, what discontinued product line would you like to see return? He says, Metal Universe isn't oh. gone per se, but would love to see it in multiple sports again, along with PMGs. Flair, F-L-A-I-R, okay. Showcase. That was my favorite as a kid. I love that product. And I liked old school 9899 uh, gold label. I know they still make gold label. It's a cheap paper product now. It used to be an awesome, thick chrome product. Bring them back. I'm all in on those two. You heard them, people. Christopher Duff. Chris first oh, makes God. the point that he would he'd like to clarify we could have been more creative with our casting choices. Uh you you did choose Marky Wahlberg, which I many Seth people thought McFarland. was very appropriate. Did we get to that point? No, that was that is the only person I'm, and it doesn't happen anymore because I'm out of shape now. I used to occasionally get that is the only is a stretch. Oh, that I was my doppelganger. That sure. Well, yeah, people used to post that. I remember in the group. You remember you were there. Um, You've seen the movie. Several thought John Candy should have been for me, but Duff He's makes the point that dead. Melissa McCarthy could have been a good Jesse, and I can't say I I'm disagree be with, with that. that. that is, like, when we I watched mean, that. What's that stupid thing where she was oh, at the, the podium? SNL skit, oh, the Yeah, doing Spence. <laughs> or, yeah, <laughs> it's true. Oh man, um, <laughs> not not wrong. Okay, nope. actual question: How do you get ready for a new season with baseball coming up? For example, do you go through your last year's cards to see if you have any prospects yep. or injured guys you expect to have a bounce back? Yeah, I mean, right now is the time to be going back through all your stuff. Hey, who's coming up this year? Who did you put in a box to forget about? What's in there? You know, do you have, again, even in the cheap box, there are a bunch of just NARS cards, those NARS Lubot, whatever that guy's name is. You got a ton of his stuff. We've seen a little bump because of his WBC performance. Absolutely, now is the time, though, to start prepping and start. Now is the time to be ready to start to sell quickly when the time comes. Um, Joshua Richards wants to know any cards that you see that give you PTSD, a situation like Brady, you missed out on a grail card or Brady sold too early contenders. I sold two the same night, nine, 10 grades, sold them for 2,500 each. I bought them for 11. Uh, they're, I don't know, 60, 80, hundred thousand now each. I can't say I like this last point he made Ouch. or Jesse bent with his big Jimmy Dean's. I don't, I'm very dex, dexterous. I, that's not the word. Dexterity. Oh, wait that can't be the word at all. Dexterous? <laughs> Let's just say I'm good with my fingers, okay? 
Don't stop it. You are constantly picking. I'll say this. He's he's precise with his picking. I don't bin stuff, bro. Han, Hannah's laughing about that. Hannah's hey, that Hannah, one got her. Did you want to come back on the line? That we said Hannah you were coming tickled. back. Are you ready? Yeah, come on. It's in. Time. Actually, eating... can she have your microphone for just a second? You don't have to get yeah. up. I know this is an I issue. I will not move out of. Go ahead, take his oh, mic for a second. Actually, Hannah, you can answer the next question from Kurt Lang. He wants to know how much cheese is too much cheese. Oh, can't have enough. Cheese. She's a pregnant woman. That doesn't get. You yeah. look good today, by the way. I told this earlier. Appreciate that. You yeah. know you have lipstick on your face from your wife. Did Giddy you see up. that? Means good morning, my friend. Okay, we're cutting all that. <laughs> and uh, Hannah, do you have any I got other a nice final kiss. comments? Or? Hannah, I have a serious com- a serious question for my wife. Um, first off, what is your thoughts on just the cards being a thing? Oh, I think it's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> but that being said, that's just Hannah on her own, Hannah. But that being said, I also appreciate that it makes my life possible and your life possible and our unborn child's life possible. So, okay. What about my freaking life? It makes us. You're life just fun. on our coattails, bro. Well, and here's the thing, too. That <laughs> life is not, well. Our coattails. Okay. Last and question. That was your last. Last question. Ow, you shocked me. She did show. You guys have a nice connection there. Uh, last question. Too I am curious. Perfume. Early on, when things started going crazy in like 2016 for us and started getting into this, any like standout things where you're like, this is ridiculous. Do you remember anything back in the olden days that happened where you were like, this is totally crazy. We shouldn't do this. Anything like that. Just curious. Um, the one that stands out to me the most was the time that you ordered all that packaging. Oh God. And I walked out on our front porch and I like couldn't open the front door. <laughs> I do remember that. And we lived in like an 800 square foot apartment and We're- there was no place for it. So that in um, 10,000 bubble mailers, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, that that got to be a little ridiculous. And I think, too, when you I just remember you getting into it and I knew it was always a hobby for you. And that was cool. I didn't care. And I knew you were making money just kind of on the side with it. But I remember getting ready for work one day and you were like, yeah, I'm going to go and um, apply for a business license or whatever you Mm -hmm. do. And I was like, wait, what? (laughs) Um, Then I knew I was like, okay, well, this guy's getting a little crazy. Um, That's when it kind (laughs) of started to like click like, oh, okay, maybe this is a thing. Um, But yeah, here we are. I like it. Thank you, hon. Hey, Hannah. You did good. Thanks for coming on the show. We really appreciate that. That coattails comment is not going to die. Nope. Right. Oh, not. she's coming back for it. You have another comment you want to make? Go. Okay, one more. Like, I think Give. it starts with an S. Give her the Ari. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're my favorite cousin, bro. Get out. There you go. Favorite cousin. Perfect. You're my favorite wife. Get out of here. All right. That's your show, people. <laughs> there you go. That is Mike, Jesse, Hannah, <laughs> Hannah. Kyler, the whole crew. No, we appreciate Kyle from Ronson Breaks joining us. Make sure you check his stuff out. Uh, we will be back on Thursday with a guest. No. Uh, we have guests, I think, every episode up until the Mint. And what then we Cage have guests coming, at what, the Mint. What is Cage coming on so I can yell at him? I'm excited uh, about that I believe one. Cage is until next Monday. Who's Thursday? We Dap, Dap Sports on Thursday. Well, I do want to talk to him about, well, I was just having him on because, again, big name in the hobby. Now I want to get his take on TikTok because, obviously, oh, yeah. the whole TikTok thing has changed. But they're, they seem to be the chosen ones on TikTok. So I'm sure he'll have something to say there. So. Very cool. Cool. That's your show. Uh, Mike and J- I don't know why I'm repeating our names. Again. What's our who am I? What's your middle name? Uh, Sports cards nonsense brought to you by the Ringer Podcast Network, powered by Spotify. His middle name is Rhodes. We'll see you on Thursday. Goodbye. Your middle name's Paul. <laughs>